Joining us now on the Thunderdome podcast is a guy who I've known, got to know pretty well over the last year or so, Matt Rumpel, the defensive back coach. Um, coached my son Spencer in Saskatchewan Selects last winter, and I got to say, Matt, uh, it's it's just such an honor to come to the Thunder podcast, uh, to have you on the Thunder podcast, come to the clubhouse and just see the how everybody just rolls out the red carpet for you as soon as you walk in the room it's like a, you're you're a living legend i don't even know if you realize the magnitude of the respect that you get around here well i don't know if i'd say they roll out the red carpet but <laughs> there's some laughs when i show up in the clubhouse so we'll take that <laughs> well that's good that's good no you're you're well liked and for good reason you do a great job too around here and you know um I have a question. Well, for, first, before I get to my question, I guess I'll just get your overall thoughts on a 50-14 to 14 win here on Sunday against the Calgary Colts, and then I'll dive into a, a specific question about that game. But what were your thoughts? I thought our defense played well. Like, I got to give a lot of credit to our scout team. We gave guys certain uh, situations, certain positions we needed guys to do and places they needed to be, and they gave us a great look. And, like, uh, what's his name, Flair, the one receiver? We told him to be a certain receiver the whole time. He gave us an outstanding look. And it's, when you get stuff like that from a scout team, it makes our job easier going into the game. You know, I'm going to actually ask you a question um, about that before I get to what I was going to ask you about. You, you and Scott talked before um, the season. To you, you, We were kind of having a, a conversation that I hope you don't mind me sharing kind of off the a cough it wasn't something we planned to talk about we just started ended up talking about it and that's that sometimes everybody kind of looks at the guys that are on the field and the starters and they they say "Ooh, you know he's the quarterback oh he's the running oh he's the linebacker he's a starting defensive back but the truth of the matter is is that if you don't have the supporting cast and those practice roster guys that are there all week very that go very underappreciated maybe by some but certainly not by you but those guys are imperative to have because if they don't run that scout team properly and they don't kind of put their heart into it and do their homework and do their research and do it the way you need them to do it to properly prepare like that might be worth what is that worth a game seven 14 points like those guys are so important yeah like and it's like I said, our offense did a great job, and you see, like, our receiver coach, Brian Boyce, he has, uh, I think, even has a group chat, and he sends out everything to our DBs so that the offense is ready, and we're getting, like, I want to say good looks from our DBs. Scott tells me every day, like, scout team on defense is really great, so it goes both ways, but, yeah, without those guys, you don't have a program progressing every week without the scout players. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and it's and it's just something that doesn't get talked about a lot, but I think it's worth noting that, yes, the starters are important, and they're the guys that show up on the stat sheet, but if you don't have those guys showing up to practice, the younger guys waiting for their turn on that scout group, you, you can't properly prepare. So here was my question. So I, I didn't know that uh, the league's leading passer, Liam Oskowski, wasn't going to play in the yeah. game. And I have to admit, as just a football fan, I was disappointed because here's a guy that's not only leading the league in passing, you know, I think he's got over 1,500 yards or something like that in the first five weeks, but he, he's also, you know, he runs the ball very well, and he's not playing in the game, and, and you know, you probably would have won the game anyway, but is there, and, and I know you'll take every advantage that you can get, I understand that, but as a coach, coaching a defensive back group, that would have been a huge test. 
Is there a little part of you that's a little disappointed that it's not best on best, that you don't get to see a guy, that, uh, that kind of an athlete play in the game? Is there part of you that kind of wishes he might have been out there? Um, I don't say I wish he's out there. Like, you never want to hear about a player getting hurt, but just as a DB group, like, we talked when we found out, and you got to treat every game like you're going against the best quarterback. So we said we're not going to take a step down. We're not going to take anything off. We're going to play like we're playing against the best. And that's what we did out there. Well, and Ken Harrison, you know, he, he was okay. He was 20 for 39, 220 yards. Now, a few of those yards came, you know, later in the game when you didn't have your starters in. But those guys need reps too, right? Yeah, it's, it's nice when you get a game where you can get everyone in. It also gives us a look at what we have moving forward for the next few years. So when we get up that much and we get those guys in, we kind of see, okay, we need to work on this or this guy or this guy's excelling at this. So it's good to get the young guys reps. Well, and you guys do have a veteran group. You know, I look down, there's, I think I think I counted three 2001-born players with the names like Elijah Norris and Avery Wagner and Brandon Janetta. I think I'm right on that. Um, all graduating players. How is it different coaching? Um, how, how is it different coaching a, a really strong veteran group as opposed to other years in your coaching over the years, even if it wasn't here with a younger group where the expectation level may not be quite the same? is it, or, or do you just coach the guys you have, doesn't matter their age, doesn't matter their credential? Well, you, you always want to coach to the system. So we kind of put techniques in depending what type of coverage we're running and so on. But with the older guys, and I might get lost doing it, it's kind of you just set the drill up and go. You don't explain why you're doing it. Like if I had a group of young guys, I'd have to do more explanation in it. But when you got all the veterans, like I think our whole group, except for Elijah, was here starting at the end of last year. So these guys are just kind of, okay, we're rolling into this season. We're going to tweak a few things. But when you got a younger group, you got to kind of explain more of the why and a little more technique and what we're doing. You must be proud of the fact that you're the only team in the league that gives up fewer than 50% pass completion. Like you're, I think, I don't think, I think your opponents don't complete half the balls they throw to that group. Uh, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's great. But like, you got to give credit to Paul Dawson calling the game. Like we put our players in situations where they can be successful, and the players are excelling and they're doing their job, and we just got to keep doing that for the rest of the year. Can't uh, get away from this without asking you about uh, your upcoming task. Uh, obviously, there's not one coach or one player on this team that felt that you gave the Saskatoon Hilltops the absolute best that you had the last time you played them. Um, Scott McCauley's actually said that in, in, in sort, of an, sort of an odd way, it may not have been a bad thing because you guys hadn't lost a regular season game in three years. So it kind of, it's, it's an opportunity for everybody to, it puts things back in perspective. It's a bit of a reality check. That is an excellent football team. What do you expect um, Saturday? I mean, obviously you expect to win, you expect to play better, but is there anything specific that you're looking at with your group? Like, here's what we got to do better. Um, I think the first game against them, we missed a lot of chance of turnovers. And in the off season with the DB group, we put a big stress on we need to take the ball away. And last game we did, so we got to kind of, we got to continue to do that this week against the Hilltops. Like the less their offense is on the field, less points they can score. So we got to take the ball away. We got to get turnovers. That's the big point. Matt, thank you very much for your time. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you.